said if you ch if you trace the history of black men, you won't find a beginning line. And if you keep going on what they tried to do, you won't find a finish line. So we're not a race. A race is a social construct, right? A race means I'm, I'm competing against other people. We're not competing against anyone. We never had to compete against. Our worst enemy is our own self. And once we recognize who we are, the, the, the journey begins. Once we discover who we are, because we've been told we've been a lot of things. We was called that one time when I grew up, if you called somebody black, they said, what did you call me? You'd be out in the grass swinging trying to fight because they didn't call you black. But we've evolved. And I like to tell you that black is not a color. So if there's any noble Diwali's here, please. Uh, I, I know this is a whole conversation with the noble Black, Black is a frequency. All right, so let's, everybody that look like us ain't on the same frequency. There's something that they say a lot of skin folks ain't kin folks, am I right? We have a lot of people that, I was 12 years in the educational system. This is the reason why I put this together. I used to get the teachers, I said, why don't you teach black history? Why don't you show elementary genocide? Why don't you show hidden colors? Uh, if I show hidden colors, it's going to get the rest of all the white teachers. They're going to be angry with me. What do that have to do with our babies being liberated? The Jews have no problems talking about their history, do they? Excuse me, am I talking to? Do the Jews have a problem talking about their history? His story is his story. Our history has been a mystery to us for a long time. We done came up with all kind of things, and we told, I have a board that sets the record straight. Come on. Mm. I want you to come over to this board, and I'm a, uh, I need the, you to time it. I don't want to be long, because I know well, what happens is after somebody has shared information with you, the average person listens for about 20 minutes. Okay. So what we're going to do, I want this to be interactive. Because the brothers said reading is powerful. Malcolm X said if you want to hide something from black people, what do you do? Put it in the book. There's a story I read. Brother had thousands of dollars in his, in his library in the book. Thousands, all his money. They came in and robbed everything. Not the books. Not the books. But stay there, he went and ran to the book, the money was still there. Black folks, we're in a serious time now. Anybody that's my age can see it and know. It's Willie Terry, your Hustle Mohawk Roman labor correspondent, and I'm here today at the Boys and Girls Club where they're having a Kwanzaa. I have as my guest Renee Powell, president of the NAACP. How you doing, Renee? I'm doing great, Willie. Good to see you. So, Renee, tell me something about this day of Kwanzaa. You know, what's going on and how do you feel about it and why you think it's important? Okay, so today we're celebrating Umoja, and it is uh, dealing with cooperative economics. And this is very important because this is talking about building up communities, uh, creating business opportunities for uh, black people. And so um, this is a very important. We had a great guest speaker, uh, Dr. Horton from the uh, U Albany, mm -hmm. and um, and he spoke on cooperative economics and what it meant. 
and what it means. And one of the key components is we have to have cooperative people to have cooperative economics. And so aside from uh, celebrating Ujima, uh, the NAACP is also working to create a youth chapter and to uh, focus on cooperative economics with the youth. And so what that involves is helping them to understand the importance of being self-sufficient, having businesses, and also to teach them about their history. And it seems like the NAACP has been doing a lot uh, lately. And I hear that you just got re-elected as president of the NAACP. Well, tell me something about that and your office. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yes, um, yes we had our election um, in November, and I was re-elected. And thank you to um, our members for doing that. Um, so I am the president. The vice president is uh, Jerry Ford, our first vice president. Our second vice president is uh, Billy Carter. Our secretary is Shania Jackson, and our assistant secretary is Celinda Hammett. Our treasurer is Ivan McGraw. And then we have uh, numerous uh, people who are members at large. So we can look uh, forward to having more events like this and celebrating uh, different uh, historical days that black people celebrate, right? That is correct. So we do have monthly meetings, and it's always the fourth Thursday of the month um, at 6.30, and we are looking to host those meetings here at the Boys and Girls Club, Troy. And in addition to that, we're looking at um, having more additional events that are geared towards helping people in the community find resources to deal with issues they may be dealing with. All right, Renee. It's Renee Powell, president of the NAACP. Troy chapter. Thank you. Thank you, brother. And I have as my guest, brother Jerry Ford, Deacon Jerry Ford, who's one of the key organizers of the Kwanzaa here in the Capital Region. Yeah. How you doing, Jerry? I'm well, Mr. Terry. It's always a pleasure to see you and, and to be out here in the community. Yeah. Let me just, before I ask you a question, let me just look at your shirt. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you can't see your audience, but what he got is on a shirt with a uh, fist in the middle of Africa and says, we have nothing to lose but our change. And you do have change decorated on there. That's nice. Yeah, man, that's the only thing we got. There's nothing holding us back. You know, uh, we stand on the, on the shoulders of great giants, icons, who did so much to prepare this moment for us. So we don't got nothing to lose, man, except the change that's holding us back, man. And they're, they're no longer there. We just got to get out there and do it. So tell me uh, uh, something about the Kwanzaa, you know, why, uh, you know, I mean, you're involved every year. Why is it so important to have that, this celebration in our community? Kwanzaa gives us uh, more meaning to our walk. You know, um, you know, unfortunately, our experience as a people, we have been told and taught, you know, uh, the ways of others, and we don't have enough of us. So this Kwanzaa celebration brings us together. It gives us a common ground to stand on as people and uh, as we move forward, uh, a, a target for us to work on together. And uh, I spoke to uh, uh, Renee Powell, uh, who's the president of NAACP, and she mentioned that you are the first vice president. Yeah. So uh, what could we look forward to from the first vice president? Uh, the first vice president, uh, right now in this role, I just want to continue to learn more and more about the role 
and you know and how I could be uh, more effective in the role. And then I just want to look at the landscape and see how we can move the Troy branch of the NAACP in a more forward direction. Not to say that it ain't moving forward, but how can we consolidate and be more effective in what we're doing in our fight? So how would you assess the program that you had tonight? I think the program was excellent, man. Just the fact that all of us come together, that's a plus for me. Um, all of us who are in here, there are a lot of vendors out. There are a lot of children out. Um, yeah, I, I feel like they were very successful. Oh, man, the information that we learned today. We had two educators. So we had Professor Dr. Uh, Hayward Horton, which is my mentor, my own personal mentor. I'm proud about that. But then we also have my big brother, uh, Brother Malik Muhammad, who's also an educator. And so that was just amazing. Yeah, I see you had all those uh, historical yeah. uh, pictures on the wall up there. Yes. All right. And I love I the way uh, Brother Malik set up his historical um, African-American museum, a black museum, because it doesn't start at sli slavery, which in education, a lot of uh, what I, we're taught is that our, our fight, our, our history, I ain't going to say our fight, our history started at slavery, that we weren't great prior to that. And that's what Brother Malik does so eloquently. He establishes our greatness prior to slavery. And Kwanzaa don't end tonight. Uh, there are other Kwanzaa coming up, right? Correct, yes. Yeah, so we still have three more nights of Kwanzaa um, here in the Capital District. Um, but what we want to do is we want to get into the habit, habit of celebrating Kwanzaa all year round. Um, one of my great teachers, uh, the, uh, the um, brother uh, Aaron Carter, who actually brought me into all of this, he always said that, you know, the Kwanzaa principles are seven. Those same principles should be applied to the seven days of the week. Okay. So you should be able to practice Kwanzaa every day of the week throughout the whole year, not just one week at the end of the year. Words of wisdom from Brother Deacon Jerry Ford. Thank you, Jerry. No, thank you. <laughs> I appreciate it.